It's your Monday morning, the warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Of course, one breakfast show, but with eight playlists. So early doors, why not download that free Absolute Radio app or ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio 60s and just have an hour of 60s. It's entirely up to you. Uh, Let's welcome the team to air, shall we? I'm so pleased to say alongside me, as always, we have Matt Dyson. Good morning, Matt. Morning, Dave. Emma Jones. Good morning, Emma. Good morning. And Glenn Moore. Good morning to you, Glenn. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, so uh, let's talk about our weekends. I'm not going to lie. Um, there's a, I don't know whether it's because I am getting older and that's just one of those things or whether it's because I've been in lockdown for 100 odd days. But I think I'm still feeling the effects of the team drinks out that we did <laughs> last Thursday. Wow. Yeah, no. yeah, so am I, actually. It's, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I think it might be an age thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible, isn't it? Ridiculous. It, it is horrible. It's, it's the, the, the bouncing back seems like such a distant memory now <laughs> from such frivolity. Um, right, so uh, Matt Dyson, uh, let me ask you, what's the six-word story, Morning Glory? What did you get up to at the weekend in just six words? Followed a toddler around a field. We went camping. Oh, dear. Right? So, <laughs> we went camping. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, oh, great. And yeah. camping, the more children you have, the more a desirable thing to do camping becomes because you can go there, set up, and they can just roam around fields and play and make new friends and do what they want in a safe countryside environment. But because Ted uh, is now one and a half and can walk, I just have to follow. I follow him around wherever he wants to walk. So he's like, he just r- stumbles off, and then we just, I just follow him. I am glad I, it was your child at the focus <laughs> of this story. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. But so I just follow him everywhere. So all oh, right, we're going to stumble over there. He wants to go through the gate and look at the sheep again. Do you? He went through the gate and looked at the sheep about ten times before I thought, let's just go back to the tent there. But Katie was watching me, and she was saying it was like. Um, watching me be stuck with one of your worst drunk friends. You Which you did on oh, Thursday you... night with me. And <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not It's like, you know, you're just wandering around, stumbling around a place, chatting to random people, going, hello, hello, staring <laughs> staring at girls, just like, you're walking, you kept walking up to people's cars, trying to touch people's cars. I'm like, no, Ted, you can't do that. It's like, if we were on a night out, I would have just lost him. I said, let's go in this bar, just dip to the toilet and done that the old Irish goodbye. I would have gone, but um, I have to look after him. And, you know, I'm happy to do it, but it's, you know, it gets a bit much at times. Uh, so there we go. So basically, uh, stooped repetition, I think, sums up Matt Dyson's uh, weekend. <laughs> yes. uh, what about you guys out there? Get in touch. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning where we're currently exchanging the tales of our weekends. Uh, it's nice to get them down in just six words, if you can. Uh, keep them coming to dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And Vince says, well... That didn't go to plan, <laughs> which is just lovely. Uh, Ruth says, end of term, pass the rum. Uh, Nikki says, oh, Mexican yeah. night with beer and nachos. Uh, David had first meal out since March. So congratulations. That's five words, isn't it? First meal out since March. Yeah, you're, you're, you're missing a word there, David. Well, let me do it. Mmm. First meal out since March. There we go. Uh, now we're uh, keep them coming. As I say, you can email them over to me right now. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, yes, it is time for you to tell me all about your weekend in just six words. Uh, mine is, it's just not about me anymore. And... Matt, you'll know this. When you, when you, 
you become pregnant and, and you get told a lot about one of the things that's going to that happen to you uh, when you become a parent is that it's not about you anymore. That's a kind of a stock phrase that you hear yes. from, from loads yeah, of people yeah. and never a word has been spoken. Yeah, yes. um, Your selfishness goes out the window, yeah. Yeah, so, so people said that I wanted to hold on to an element of that selfishness. That was one of my things when I became a parent. So I try and continue to be a little bit selfish, David. Yeah, a bit selfish, yeah. Um, so over the weekend, we've been having problems with our Sky Q box, which has become such an incredible friend to me during lockdown that to see it kind of slightly wane, I felt kind of responsible for the fact that I'd kind of worn it down to a nub. And no wonder, you know, we were having issues. Uh, so I called Sky and I spoke to a, a lovely person by the name of Claire in Scotland. And Claire talked me through how to fix it. And the only way it could be fixed was for us to delete and wipe all of our recorded items because we had an issue with the hard drive, right? And let me tell you, The Purge was absolutely beautiful. (laughs) All those old movies that I'm never going to get round to watching from the 90s, all of those back catalogue of Kardashian episodes, all of those, oh, this looks quite interesting because it's got David Tennant in it. Oh, I'm two episodes in, but I haven't had time to delete it yet. Oh, they're all gone. (laughs) Everything is just a blank canvas, and you know what I'm like for that, guys. I'm the guy who deletes his deleted items on his email. So it just felt wonderful. But this is where the it's just not about me anymore bit comes in is the first thing I did like a gut reaction and as I say I wanted to hold on to some selfishness when I became a parent but I just set up a series link for Little Baby Bum Bluey Peppa Pig and Hey Dougie and the me of 18 months ago would have gone straight in for Quantum Leap American Pickers (laughs) Soccer Saturday you know so I, I have it's not about me anymore all those people who warned me that's what I would become they were right I've become a responsible parent and honestly, if you are a Sky customer, I cannot recommend getting into that hard drive, getting all of that stuff gone. You know, when you, you, you get the percentage of how much space you've, disk space oh, you've got yeah, left, they know oh, what yeah. I've got that. 99% free. Oh, I've got 1% oh, on Bluey on Disney Junior. It's just glorious. Um, right, so that was my weekend. What about you guys? Let me know, Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning where it is time to take a break from hearing all about your weekends in just six words and hand over the full shebang to the one and only Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Matt, we have all gathered around the digital water cooler. What's the skinny? Uh, well, uh, things are starting to return to some degree of normal uh, normality uh, after the coronavirus. Well, you know, it's still going on, but things are starting to reopen. Things are getting back to normal. Theme parks are reopening, and obviously you've got a social distance, and things aren't the same as they used to be. You've got to keep washing those hands constantly. Uh, there's one theme park in, in Japan, though, uh, which has said you can ride on our roller coasters wearing a face mask, uh, but you cannot scream. Because, because uh, screaming is really bad for passing on the on the virus. Obviously, it's like when they go to church, you can't the choir can't sing because that whole opening your mouth and uh, making noise is really bad for passing on the infection. Right. Uh, so the the Fuji Q Highland Amusement Park, uh, they Thank said you. you you have to. <laughs> they, their advice is to please scream inside your heart. When you plunge oh, 230. That's so Japanese, isn't it? It almost sounds like a yeah, Japanese game show. It's got yeah, to be yeah. life in peril, but you can't scream. Or like a please. proverb. Yeah, yeah. Please scream. It's like a tattoo that you might have on the inside of your ankle or something. Please 
screaming sounds <laughs> There's something really um, creepy about a roller coaster going round in complete silence. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> also, as well, I wonder if I wonder if anyone's gone and got actually paid the money for their pictures at the end, even though everyone's in face masks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, they're going to be awful pictures, aren't they? So, but to, to show how you do this, because people were quite cynical, going, "How can we not scream when we're plunging to 230 feet?" Um, the two executives, two of the top bosses at the theme park, they v- made a film where they sat at the front of the roller coaster with their face masks on, really just sat really sternly in their suits, going all the way around and not making a noise at all, as if that this is to show us how it's done. And it's such a bizarre, bizarre video, bizarre thing to see. Wow. Really. Well, yeah. Also, like if you saw anyone in a suit on a roller coaster, you'd be like, "You'll kill again. You will kill again. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Yeah. yeah. What the hell is going I on? I come here after work to unwind <laughs> yeah. and go on. Just go on nemesis inferno to take the edge off <laughs> but yeah i think uh, theme parks are, are running as normal in the uk now but just socially distanced i've heard of some people rushing back to them um but yeah just uh, keep those face masks on and try not to scream uh, the other story for you this morning uh, is uh, <laughs> out of context that's going to be amazing that thank you could i just yeah. say actually some friends of mine some friends of mine went to yes. walton towers like a, on the day oh, it reopened right, yeah. and i just okay. thought that was such a bizarre post lockdown thing to do a sort of like during lockdown the whole time i was just like i'm just dying to get out and go on all the <laughs> On the rapids, yeah, can't wait. It is a strange thing to 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 make your number one priority once lockdown ends. It's four months with no theme park, um, and the other the other story is uh, is a bit of a, a little, little pundit mix up uh, to start your week uh, from Effin Okoku, who was watching the uh, the Burnley Norwich game over the weekend. Um, he, uh, he he mixed his words up slightly to comic effect while talking about how great uh, the future England number one Nick. Pope is. It seems there is no end to the Burnley keeper's talents. This guy's pretty special between the sheets. Between the sticks. Between the sheets. Oh, that was a Freudian slip. I know, exactly. What's he thinking about when he's looking at Nick Pope, eh? <laughs> wow. Nick Pope oh afterwards was sort of goodness. like, you promised you wouldn't tell me one. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. Oh, wow. Lovely work. Of course, Nick Nick Pope from the Cholton Academy. So, you know, maybe. Of course. You you need to know from SE7. Apparently, about 10 years ago, he was working in his local Next in in Suffolk because he was turned down and thought his career was going nowhere. He was working as a a sales assistant in a Next. And now, this talk of him being the England number one, how life can turn around. Yeah. Plus, and now, of course, he's a prolific lover as well. So, I mean, he really (laughs) has turned it around, Nick. It's great. Great to see. It's so good. To think that somewhere in the country is someone who has yelled at Nick Pope because they didn't have the right size trousers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, anyway, you'll be talking about this later, and we've saved you data. It's your Monday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where I'm intrigued by what you got up to at the weekend. Uh, Matt was following his baby son around while he ogled both sheep and women alike on a um, on a glamping holiday. Um, I was um, dismayed at the fact that I chose to download a load of stuff for my daughter, given a clean disk drive and not the uh, customary uh, Quantum Leap American Pickers and Sky Sports News combo. Um, And now it's over to Emma Jones. Emma, what you get up to at the weekend? Anything exciting? Had my first post-lockdown McDonald's. And it was sweet. 
Stefan tried to drag you down, but you weren't going to let him, were you, Emma? Oh, this is brilliant. It was so good. I had McDonald's breakfast, which is oh, controversial, yeah. not from the main menu. I treated that myself on Friday morning. Here's the order. Double sausage and egg McMuffin, four hash browns, Ooh, orange ooh. juice. Four, four, four. Wow. Four hash browns. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, were, they, were they all still great. warm when you were putting them in your face or had it got to that point where by you got time you got to the third one it was just the kind of see-through paper did <laughs> it stay oh, yeah. all good for you I was licking it off the paper but I didn't mind I was just happy to have it back in my life <laughs> uh, well muzzle top um, Glenn what about you how was your weekend uh, managed to bend the takeaway rules um, now oh. I, I in, in lockdown when lockdown first started um, we had a rule we had two takeaways a week which was the best time of my life because it only took us about two weeks to realise that was too many takeaways um, and then we went down <laughs> to one take one takeaway a week but I've just been constantly thinking about those heady days where just for a couple of weeks we had two takeaways a week so I've been trying to sort of find some way to get two takeaways a week so what I've started to do and fully exercised it this weekend uh, we ordered Papa John's my first Papa John's since like March um, and what I simply do is I order far too much food for me and my girlfriend which means obviously we're not going to throw it away on a Saturday night. We just keep it for the next day and oh, two takeaways. Okay. Yeah, and okay. also, guys, not only that, I'm currently sitting with a plate of two pepperoni slices in front of me that have lasted since then. Takeaways now gone on for three days. Three takeaways a week, yeah. It's not even 7 a.m. yet, Glenn. That's amazing. Are you going to be nomming on those throughout the next? as well. It is heavy. Wow. Stuff crust pre 7 a.m. <laughs> Hashtag pray for Glenn. <laughs> um, okay, so as we can hear some food related weekends going on there, what about you guys? Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, where it is time for another question that's going to dig deep under the skin of the people of the UK. I want to know. What's your most niece, niche, niece? Tell me about your niece. What's the most niche <laughs> possession that you own? Is it a one-off? Is it bizarre? It's probably my brother's daughter, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's she like? I mean, mine's seven, she's Neeson. playful. I really like hanging out of her. She, we still do sandpit stuff. We've been doing that since we were three, so it's really good. Um, now, I want to know about your most niche possession, the thing that you own that is so specialised to a point possibly where only a few others on planet Earth would find it appealing. Is it just darn cool? Let me know uh, via the normal way, which is email nowadays, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And joining me right now on line one, we have Jamie. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Dave. Great having you on the show. Uh, first of all, and just a little peek behind the curtain for all our listeners, you have befallen uh, something that has been the fate of many people who have been so kind to call in over the, the last couple of years. You've had to speak to the hyperbeast Womble executive producer, Mark, who has, for the upteenth time, got somebody's name wrong. What was he calling you, Jamie? Lee. Lee, <laughs> it happens nearly every single corner we speak to. It's, so. it's just because he's obsessed with Jamie Lee Curtis. Just posters all over his flag. So anyway, Jamie, um, thanks for not getting too offended. We've got your name right, and you're on air. Um, and uh, your message uh, basically says we're both in possession of your most niche item. Tell everybody what that is. We both have a 2012 Olympic torch. We both oh, have wow. a 2012 Olympic torch. I, I'm very proudly the owner of that. And uh, were, we, were we part of the same leg of the relay or 
What, we, how, we, but, have we, we met? Were. We were. You were on my on my torch bus, and we both ran the route that went. No, you were on my torch bus, Jamie. <laughs> Let's get that right. We're about to calling you Lee. <laughs> um, so this is lovely. So what what are your what are your memories of that day? I just remember it being it was, really warm and really special, and there was just a, a palpable sense of love from the streets of London. Absolutely. I mean, the crowds were insane, and I just remember stepping off that bus with the torch, getting ready to go, and you just. You, you couldn't see anything but people. It was just swarms and swarms of people celebrating and, and loving life and just really wanting to be a huge part of this big event. So w- when exactly was that? Do you remember the date? Because that must be coming around again. There must be a, an anniversary for us, Jamie. Yes, it will be our anniversary on this coming Thursday. It will be, it was the 23rd of July, 2012. Oh, wow, okay. Well, happy anniversary, my love. Yes, you too. <laughs> um, where do you keep your niche possession that is the 2012 Olympic torch? So mine is, mine is on the display stand that was provided by the Olympic Committee uh, in, my, in my bedroom. Oh, wow. Have you, did you get that kind of nice hemp sacking that it slots into effortlessly? I, I did indeed, yeah, but just about fits. Yeah, I know, but I love unsheathing it. When people are around, <laughs> I, I love to unsheathe the Olympic torch. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. There was, there was talk that some people were going to sell theirs on eBay because they were worth like £10,000 at the time. Uh, you clearly didn't go down that road. Are you pleased you, you hung on to yours? It's a lovely thing to have. I'm, I'm very pleased I hang on to it, yeah. And it's, it's still, still probably the proudest thing I've ever done. Oh, well, good for you, man. And there were other people who turned theirs into functioning lighters. What are your thoughts on that, (laughs) Jamie? Personally, I want mine to have only carried one flame and that to be the Olympic flame, but... Yeah, yeah, to use it to spark up a Benson and Hedges really does take the Hollywood shine off the whole thing somewhat. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, Well, listen, it was nice to have met you back then and and happy anniversary for later on in the week. And uh, thanks for coming on the show, Jamie. We'll speak to you real soon. Thank you very much, James. Speak to you soon. Cheers, my man. Uh, so there we go. I want to know the most niche possession in your collection. Get them in, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. Uh, the topic du jour is what's the most niche possession in your collection? Do keep them coming. Because David says, I have a lock of Chewbacca's hair. I bought it privately from a guy, I forgot his name, who worked in the effects department at Shepperton Studios back when A New Hope was being filmed. It's nicely framed and proudly hanging in my room. And that's, as I say, from David. Well, that's like Chewbacca Original. That's not one of the kind of prequel movies. That's the first ever Star Wars film. That's an incredible thing to own. And to think, and you say you can't remember their name, but I'm glad you didn't tell us because someone was chopping bits of Chewbacca's hair off of his costume and selling them privately around the back here. Yeah. That must, is mafioso like... levels of dodgy dealing right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There must be like one scene in the later films that Chewbacca's got half a moustache. He <laughs> <laughs> was never filmed from the back because of his ball patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laura, uh, when she says it comes to niche items, she says, Dave, I have a birthday card. From Cliff Richard. Well, there we go, Laura. Uh, thank you for getting in wow. touch. Uh, do keep them coming. More on the way. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Monday morning. I hope that we find you well and also willing to tell us what's the most niche possession in your collection. Uh, thank you for getting in touch. Uh, Jill owns a piece of the Berlin Wall. Gifted by a very special man because he knew I was born in Germany. What an amazing thing to have. Um, Helen says a nine foot high, 11 foot long dragon. It's done by an artist. 
I have two more of his dragons. They are much smaller though. The dragon is called Argentium, which is Latin for silver. What can I say? I just like dragons. Where do people wow. keep these things? <laughs> this might be quite, where do you keep a nine yeah. foot high, 11 foot long dragon? It's incredible, Helen. Thanks for getting in touch. Um, and this from Selena comes with a wee little clip, which will serve as a trip down memory lane for some. And Selena says, Claudia Winkleman gave me one of her farts in a bag as a consolation prize <laughs> after losing a very cheesy quiz show many, many years ago. What? Um, we, we begged Selena to come on, but she refused. And, you know, we know that live radio is not for everybody. That's fair enough. Uh, but, yes, apparently back in the day before, uh, you know, she was one of the royalty of British television, Claudia Winkleman would pop pop into a bag, <laughs> seal it and give it to a contestant on her quiz show. What sort of I show don't have this? I yeah. have no idea, Matt. I thought you might know. I don't nice. I have no Sound. idea. Sounds horrendous. Is it one of those, like, 1am call-in ones where it's just thousands of people just calling in one after the other? So, is it hand blank? That sort of thing. Um, this is what happens on TV after we all go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, this must be it. This is our fault. We, because we're early risers, we missed out on this kind of quality content, Glenn. You're right. Yeah. Um, shall we have a little listen to the clip that accompanies this incredible claim? Yes, please. Um, yeah. Here we go. And a big... Thing of champagne. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. For you guys, nobody goes away empty-handed. We would just find that horrible. So what I'm going to do is just <laughs> and fart it in a bag. Smell horrible. Thank you very much for watching Fanorama. Join us next time. Fanorama. Fanorama. I, I think Claudia should bring that back to Strictly. I think that's a really, it's a really good idea. Well, I never. That is so bizarre. Tess, do you want to do this one or? Okay, I'll carry. I'll bag it. You do it. I'll bag it. In fact, they can work in tandem. Probably be easier. The old do it bag it system they've got on Strictly. Brilliant. Um, so I think that's one of the weirdest as... things I've heard in a long time. I can't believe it. Is this it. a dream? Should we hear it again? Let's listen to it again. Yeah, it's the noise. It almost sounds fake. And a big thing of champagne. (laughs) For you guys, nobody goes away empty-handed. We would just find that horrible. So what I'm going to do is just... (laughs) Thank you very much for watching Fanorama. Join us next time. I mean, as I say, I just want to point out here, you know, because, you know, Claudia, the reason I'm so shocked by this is it, I'm not mocking in any way. It's just that because everyone holds you in such high esteem nowadays that it's... That must have been a fake, uh, fake fart noise. Like, if, if she could produce that on cue, I would be very <laughs> impressed. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up at the She's moment. She's great at live TV, Emma. <laughs> She's a pro. Yeah, it was like 20 Glenn? years ago. It was like 20 years ago, David Mitchell was on it. So that must have been, like, pre-peep show. So he would have just been a complete... Oh, un- wow. Maybe he was a contestant, I don't know. But also, it gives no indication of what on earth the concept is. <laughs> We're still none the wiser. Even IMDb is like, I don't know, if it was a game show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, is if you were picture, it's like, right, I've got David Mitchell from Peep Show and Claudia Winkleman's going to fart in a bag. It's like, we'll give you 10 episodes. Let's go. To, let's forget the pilot. We're straight, we're straight in. We're straight in. Um, so there we go. As I say, when it comes to the most niche possession in your collection, I, I think one of Claudia Winkleman's pop pops in a bag yeah. is right up there, Selena. So thank you for sharing with the group and do keep them coming. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, which has its own email address. 
it is quite simply dave at absoluteradio.co.uk and I encourage you to email me anytime you want about anything you like and that's exactly what Stuart Wilson has done and he says dear Dave and the team long time listener first time emailer all the way from Canada oh hello Stuart this is nice he says Dave I have an idea you should turn the entire radio show into a TV show Saturday night variety at its best we could have the six word weekend with the best one winning a six day holiday the first thoughts of Z list celebrities call badge admissions with a podium ceremony relationship rolodex with an unsuspecting audience member and their partner and of course beat the intro and five words five grand just for added excitement and pep all four of the gang could be involved. Dave, you'd be hosting it. Emma Jones can read your news. Glenn can do stand-up. And then <laughs> it says... So, Dave, you're hosting the whole thing. Emma can read your news. Glenn can do stand-up. And Matt can discuss village life. <laughs> oh, wow. Great. Wow. Yeah, that'd be a good weekly feature, wouldn't it? <laughs> and now it's over to Matt to discuss village life. It's a bit one show, in a way. You know, that, that kind of thing is on TV. Yeah. It's like country fire. Um, I would watch the show for sure, says Stuart. I was thinking Channel 4, 8pm on Saturdays to go up against Britain's Got Talent or whatever else is on. An absolute winner, if you ask me. Thank you so much for The Breakfast Show. I listen to every podcast. Um, everyone involved does stellar work. Best wishes, Stuart Wilson from Ontario in Canada. Well, thank you very much indeed, Stuart. What do we think? Should we televise this little bad boy team? Well, um, maybe yeah. Canada could be a good territory for us to launch it in. Uh, maybe some TV stations. Where no one knows who we are or what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So our reputation. This is why you're not in charge of acquisitions anymore, Matt. <laughs> uh, Emma Jones, would you like to read your news on national television? Uh, yes, I, I would. I would request hair and makeup because I'm not a fan of the videos that you make me film when I'm working from home when I <laughs> haven't washed my hair for a week and I've got no makeup on. But as long as I had a style. I'd be up for it. Oh, it sounds great. And then at the end of the show, we could have a big ceremony. We could do the big thank yous, wrap up, and then Claudia Winkleman could fart into a bag. It's yes. brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning, and you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One breakfast show, eight playlists. Why not download that free Absolute Radio app to choose a different musical decade as the working week before us unfolds? Now, also, Monday means it is time for me to get super nosy and have a little look into your relationship Rolodex. And joining us right now, first up, on line one, is Darren. Good morning, Darren. Morning, Dave. Uh, lovely having you on the show, my friend. Uh, so, the card I'm pulling out of your relationship Rolodex is M for Mashed Potato Free House. Your what? Why, why, why have you had to live in a mashed potato free house, Darren? Uh, my wife, Nicola, has some um, uh, crazy fear of mashed potato. Not just that she dislikes <laughs> mashed potato, but actually fearful of it. Fearful? So we are mashed potato wow. free. Um, I would never mock anyone's phobias because we, we all have them in one shape or another, but yeah. does she think it's going to like crawl out of the pan and attack her or get on her or what is it? I have no idea. I just no idea. I'm not, I'm not sure whether it was a bad experience as a child or something like that, but she literally cannot like look at it, touch it, the texture of it, to have it anywhere near a place. Wow. That would be, that'll be it. It would be, you know, she'd be out of here. She'd, she'd just walk out of the house. So do you like mashed potato? Yeah. Love it, love it, but I have to miss oh. out because, uh, yeah, can't have the finches around, unfortunately. 
So for 15 long, hard years, <laughs> you've been living in a mashed potato free house because of your partner. Correct, yes. So it's nice to get out and escape from her sometimes and enjoy some mashed potatoes. Yeah, oh, I bet you do. It's like your idea of having an affair, that Darren, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go to a Toby Carvery and you just go. I'll just have a plate full of mash, please. Just give me all yeah, the mash you've got. Right, yeah. Check into a local discount hotel. Just spend the night there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. with Gil the stuff. next day as you return. Oh, there were two knobs, both butter. <laughs> Lovely. Um, we even got so- some smash in to spice things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so, Darren, um, one of the things that's in your message, and while I'm so keen to get you on air, is, uh, the, and this is, you know, these are rational phobias. I, w- I would never mock them because so many people have them and they, they manifest themselves in different ways. But tell everybody what, what, what Nicola does. Her, her day-to-day job involves something quite squeamish for most. Yeah, so my wife's a nurse. So she's dealing with blood and guts and bandages and scabs and all this stuff on a daily basis and we're grateful you know that she does for us all um but yet she falls to pieces if she sees some mashed up potato correct yeah so she can deal with all that sort of stuff working on a ward you know all the wounds everything like that however when it comes to feeding patients uh if there's mash on there it's a different story it's meltdown for her <laughs> oh bless her um, it is a pot nomenacophobia. It's a rare. Oh, is as, it? <laughs> it's a rare phobia that stops people being able to enjoy delicious home fries, hash browns, or mash. It's been lovely talking with you, Darren. Uh, thank you for coming on, letting us peek into your relationship rolodex. We are pulling out mash uh, M for mashed potato <laughs> freehouse. Send our love to your wife. We'll speak to you real soon. No problem. Thanks, Ed. Cheers, Darren. See you later on. Thanks, so, Darren. There Thanks, we then. go. What is it? Which nut, which lettered card will I be pulling out of your Rolodex? Get in touch, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning, that time of the week, where I take a sneaky little peek into your relationship. And I want to know, what do you got in there? What letter of the alphabet are you pulling out and why? And, of course, it has become one of the great radio soap operas. People up and down the country, nay, all around the world are locked in for the next instalment of what's going on in Emma and Stefan's relationship. Um, Emma Jones, I tell no lies. I'm not bigging this up. I get so many messages, so many tweets just saying, oh, ask Emma about Stefan again. (laughs) So so this this is, the floor is yours. And I have to start, as I do every week, just by giving the guy some kind of hope. Is there anything in the relationship roller decks we need to know about this week? Yes, there is. Oh, of course, course there, is. there is. Right. What's he been up to? What's going on? This week, I'm filing it under R for rugby. So, um, as we know, there's not really any sport on at the moment. And the sport that is on, they're not allowed to have crowds there at the football. So, he has taken to watching. And I like watching sport as much as the next person. I enjoy watching it on telly. I enjoy going to watch it live. We were lucky enough to be at the Rugby World Cup last year. But he has taken it a step too far in my eyes. He started watching on TV New Zealand rugby super league because he quote just wants to watch something with a crowd <laughs> okay so okay so is it because new zealand super league is just too far removed from any kind of sporting event you would have watched were we living in times of normality i just think it's niche isn't it like to watch to watch <laughs> yeah. another country's club rugby <laughs> is, is a step too far yeah 
He just loves the game. He loves the game. And, and not only that, he, it seems that he's been watching the same game for about the last four or five days. And I'm like, is this oh. game still on? And he's recorded it. He's not even watching it go out live. He's recorded it and he just watches it in little 20-minute snippets. <laughs> this was like when, when Bundesliga kicked off before the Premier League. Yeah. There's just so many yeah, people going like, yeah. it's all right, you know. It's actually yeah. not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> and then suddenly you're like, why do I care about this? I'm not invested in it at all. Does he, just watch, a, does he just need to watch anything with a crowd? Can he just watch old footage of, like, the Jarrow March or something like that? Yes, anything with a crowd. Please send your suggestions. <laughs> um, so R for rugby because of Stefan's insatiable appetite for people gathering and watching sports. I got it, Emma. It's in there. And uh, do keep them coming. I'll continue to peek into your relationships. It's coming up next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Monday morning, and once again, yeah, you know that Dave Berry off that there radio. He's peeking into my relationship, but I want him to. God, I want him to so badly. That's why I'm going to email him all the details. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Anyway, shh, here we go. Joining us online one right now, we have Rebecca. Good morning, Rebecca. Morning, Dave. There we go. Everyone listening to this up and down the land, just from those two words, Morning Dave, recognise you as Rebecca from Five Words, Five Grand from last Tuesday. It's great having you back on the show, Rebecca. Thank you very much. Nice to be back again. Um, I believe you have your two little munchkins in the back of the car right now. I do, yeah. Little, uh, little Harry and Barney, yep. Hey, Harry. Hey, Barney. Good morning. Um, It's great having you all on. So, Rebecca, you've been part of Five Words, Five Grand. Uh, Back then, just to give everyone a little reminder, you wanted to be matched with Emma. Uh, You got Glenn. Mm -hmm. Uh, You managed to match two out of five words with him. And and whilst we were doing this, and if you want to relive this, you can do by downloading the podcast. Um, We were going through the words that you'd matched and and failed to match, and you weren't on the Mm -hmm. other end of the line. And obviously professionalism kicks in and I just have to kind of carry on. I'd rather you were there uh, to get your reaction to this, but you were Mm -hmm. gone and I said that we have technical difficulties. And this is where we pull out something from your relationship Rolodex that you have against your husband, and it is O for on Mm -hmm. the other line. So, Rebecca, you're taking part in Five Words, Five Grand on national radio, potentially Mm -hmm. winning Harry and Barney £5,000 to secure a small way of their future. What's your husband getting up to? Well, so my husband went to Tesco's with the kids because I said, right, I'm going to be on Five Words, Five Grand. You've got to get out of the house. I don't want any any disruptions. I need to, you know, give him a best shot. And uh, so my husband thought, I know, I'm going to call you just to see if Absolute have called you yet. So he calls me while I'm actually halfway through the game and therefore it kind of cut off our phone call and that was it, I was gone. So, oh, uh, yeah, he no. was in so much trouble. I said, what, what do you want? I'm on the radio. Ah. So, uh, yeah, oh, we, um, no. then we had a big argument and I was like, I didn't even get to say bye to them. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> oh, Rebecca. So. Well, what, what's your husband's name? His name is Luke. Luke. Luke, fancy <laughs> calling... <laughs> 
during Five Words, Five Grand to check if your partner is on Five Words, Five mm -hmm. Grand. I mean, the technology is fragile at best, us all broadcasting yeah. from home. We can't accept another phone line on. Are you mental, Luke? Um, so, Re Rebecca, um, as we say, we're taking O for On the Other Line from your Rolodex. And this is your opportunity mm -hmm. to say goodbye to everybody. Let's relive that magic moment. Here we go. Oh. Uh, Rebecca, you have failed oh. to match five words. I'm, I'm oh. so sad, to, but it's been so lovely having you on the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Oh, thank you so much, guys. I really enjoyed playing it. It's so nice to be part of the show. <laughs> okay, and now Aww. what's really weird, I'm going to say goodbye to you for doing Relationship Rolodex. Oh, well, Rebecca, Yay. thank you so much for taking part in Relationship Aww. Rolodex. Nice. Love to the family. We'll speak to you real soon. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Yeah, Cheers no love to Luke, though. Yeah. No, no love yeah, to no Luke. Love to no, Luke. no love absolutely to Luke. not. Uh, so it's a <laughs> double goodbye on your Monday morning here on The Breakfast Show. If you want to join in the action, let me know, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning and fresh from the weekend. My inbox is jam-packed. Thank you for getting in touch with, or basically, anything you like. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And next up is Gethin Jones, open brackets, not that one, close brackets. And he says, Dear Dave and the team, I just received a notification on my in the new album by Dave Berry. This made me think, has Dave expanded on his dad pod, his breakfast show, his football pundit talent, his Glastonbury indulgence paraphernalia salesman abilities? Have these reached a new level? Um, apparently your new album is named Women Kind. Can you clarify if this is in fact you? I would love to hear your singing voice. Um, well, Gethin, thank you for getting in touch. Uh, I really appreciate it. No, that is not my new album. That is the album that belongs to Dave Berry Original. That's what all other Dave Berries in the limelight call Dave Berry Original. Um, he's a singer-songwriter who kind of started out in the 1960s. Probably his most popular uh, yes. song is The Crying Game, which sounds a bit like this. Some mm. Dave Berry on Dave Berry action for you there, dear listeners. <laughs> wow, I know what the people yeah. want. Um, I met Dave Berry once, <laughs> original, um, yeah. and uh, I, I, I stumbled up to him. I, I'd had a couple of beers. It was about 20 years ago, and uh, he was in, in the bar I was in. And uh, this was my gambit, and this is so. This is just typical me. This is so witty, particularly when I've had a few drinks, right? I went up to him and I said, you're Dave Berry. And he went, yeah. And I went, so am I. And I just walked off. And I think I made a lasting impression wow. on him, on him there. Nice. I think he knows who I am. Anyway, um, Gethin Jones, open brackets, not that one, close brackets, goes on to say, I love the show and have been listening for over a year and catching up on all the podcasts. You, Matt, Emma and Glenn really brighten my morning and keep me going through the day, especially Aww. in lockdown. Well, oh, nice. thank you, Gethin. He says, P.S., along with your singing, do any of the other team members have a hidden skill or talent? Oh. Um, let me just cut you off there, uh, guys. Uh, Gethin, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. That's it for your Monday morning. As always, I'd like to thank you for tuning in and particularly uh, reach out to those who reached out to us. You can email me anytime you like about anything you want. We love having your correspondence on the show. My email address is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And of course, we leave you with a podcast, uh, the name of which comes from sentences and ideas that have occurred during this four hours of radio. And I've been ringing the podcast naming bell. 
And, uh, well, what a show, because we've got the Japanese proverb. We've got, keep your masks on and try not to scream. Oh, yes. <laughs> we've got, I just licked it off the paper and didn't care. We've got stuff crust pre-7am. We've got, you do it, I'll bag it. <laughs> uh, we have even got some smashing to spice things up. We've got, he series linked the Jarro March... And we've got some Dave Berry on Dave Berry action. So, wow. um, oh what a start gosh. to the week. What's yeah. it to be? Well, Glenn, do you I want don't know where to begin. I know, it's, it's, there's a lot going on there, a lot to unpick. What's um, Got to be Scream Inside Your Heart. Yeah, that was a good one, Early Doors. Okay, so the podcast you're looking for is named... What's it named again, Glenn? You glitched out then. <laughs> I couldn't hear your... Oh, answer. sorry. Uh, no. you, it, Scream Inside Your Heart? Scream! That well, that isn't that isn't one of the options, Glenn. Wasn't it? I'm so wow. sorry. Okay. Oh wow! Imagine wow. if it was like, yeah, we didn't even cover that topic at all. Um, uh, what are you what talking? Was, what was, what was the roller coaster topic? Yeah. What was? Yeah. What was? What, I love what was the quote associated with that? I present you with like 18 options, and you just still go and make one up. It's so hard to remember. Try not to scream. Was that one? Keep your masks on and try not to scream. That was the Japanese. There we go. There we go. Uh, so the podcast you're looking for, despite Glenn's best efforts to derail it, is keep your masks on and try not to scream. Enjoy it and know this. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.